Shalom and welcome to The Jewish Yogi with Emily Hertzfeld, the podcast exploring Jewish thought, belief, and practice with yoga philosophy, values, and practice. This Shabbat coming is known as Shabbat Para, the Shabbat of the Heifer, otherwise known as Para Duma, the red heifer. It comes from the part of the Torah, Bamidbar, Paragyutet, Pasuk Aleph through Kafbet, Book of Numbers, the 19th chapter, first through 22nd sentences. And it talks about how if someone becomes spiritually impure, they can be made spiritually pure if somebody is to take a red cow, which is extraordinarily rare, burn it up, take its ashes, mix it with water, and then sprinkle it on the impure person. What's curious about this well, there are a couple of things that are curious about this, is that the person who burns up the cow becomes impure. So by helping someone become pure, you become impure. Also, why would being sprinkled with this magic potion of water and ashes of a red cow make somebody pure? It's very hard to understand. It puts it into the category of mitzvot of commandments from God, known as a chuk, one that we don't understand. There are a whole batch of mitzvot, commandments from God, that we do understand. Those are known as mishpatim. But when it comes to a mitzvah known as a chuk, means we don't understand it at all, which actually is considered to be on a higher level because it's harder to go out and do something you don't understand than to do something that makes complete sense. So you're probably sitting there wondering, what does this have to do with yoga? We derive a couple of important ideas from this. One, the idea of the red cow can make somebody pure on one hand, yet on the other hand, the person who's preparing the red cow becomes impure. It presents this idea of duality. And actually, in life, if you really think about it, are things really dual? They seem that way. And in yoga, it's considered maya, illusion, because at the end of the day, the world yoga means union, bringing it all together. And in a deep sense, through Jewish thought of Kabbalah, everything really is Hashem, God, manifestation of God. We are all one. So going back to the idea of a hook and how challenging it is to follow something we don't understand. In yoga, a lot of times people find the standing balance poses challenging. What's interesting about the challenging balance poses is that they are full of duality also. You have one foot that's rooted into the ground while there's another foot that's coming up. You think about the standing split. You think about the half moon pose. You think about the warrior three pose, king dancer pose, extended leg pose. A lot of people are trying to figure out how do I get that leg up when a lot of times they don't always think about the foot that's on the ground and how it really needs to be rooted in. And we have to apply that duality there because there are two different things going on at the same time to actually make it happen. Taking it further in terms of challenging poses, think about any pose that is challenging. How often do you actually go to do that? Maybe you like to do the easy one and you do that one a lot. But think about a challenging pose that's hard for you. See if you can try and do that one a little bit more because that's the one that will only get better if you keep working on it and why it still may be challenging because you haven't been working on it. An interesting idea about Paraduma is that somebody is doing something for somebody else. Somebody has to take that cow and burn it and mix it with the water so that the other person can become pure. And this takes us to the idea of karma yoga, which is service yoga, teaches us about kindness and compassion and doing for others. Because yoga isn't only about what you do on the mat. A lot of it is coming off the mat. And what do you do to make the world a better place? It's like I always tell in my kids' classes, when we're stretching, 
Sometimes when we stretch and we look at the floor, we say, hello, floor. Sometimes we stretch when we're looking at the sky, we say, hello, sky. And we do a quick discussion about how we are also kind because it's not only about doing poses. Yoga is about making the world a better place. So here's a great example of somebody doing something for somebody else and curiously causing themselves to become impure. An interesting piece of the paraduma also is that when the ashes were created and it was mixed with water, this potion, however you want to call it, it was made into three sections. One was for the person it was being made for, two was being made for the person who was making it so that then they can become ritually purified. And then a third part was actually put aside for future use, which is a very interesting lesson. It talks about, like we said, doing for somebody else, karma yoga, service for others, but also you got to do for yourself. And part of yoga, like self-study in the nayamas, you're looking at yourself, you're working on yourself, which ultimately brings us back to the concept of yoga. Everything is connected. You're doing for others you're doing for yourself. So in the spirit of Shabbat Para and Para Aduma, challenge yourself, keep the faith, do for others and also yourself. I'll see you next time on the Jewish Yogi. Follow and share. Shalom.